0: Blackburn First Presbyterian Church, and I'm here with you every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. We'll be going through scripture, thinking about our faith, and preparing ourselves for the day. Stick around. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this edition of Stress to the Nines. You can follow us online on Facebook and watch us each day there, or you can follow us on the One Pres Pod, the First Presbyterian Podcast, where you will find archived versions of Stress to the Nines, sermons, Sunday school classes, and other content from First Presbyterian Church. Thanks so much for joining us today. Until next time, peace. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday to you. It is November the 2nd. And this is our edition of Stress to the Nines for today. Uh, Before I begin, just a reminder that uh, obviously I, like the rest of you, are aware that we are in an election week. 55% of Americans said that they anticipate tomorrow to be one of the most stressful days of their lives. As you go through this week, I would encourage you as a follower of Jesus to simply remember who and whose you are. That our mandate as his followers and our mandate as his church do not change based on who the president is. Certainly all of us are interested in who wins and certainly we believe that that will impact our country and the world, but as followers of Jesus, the claims on our life are clear. And so those claims are universal, they are timeless, and they are unconditional. So please keep that in mind throughout the rest of this week. I will keep reminding you. Now, We are still in chapter 11. We just started chapter 11 of the Gospel of Mark on Friday. If you recall, that was the story of Palm Sunday when Jesus triumphantly entered Jerusalem. Today we get some more details about what happens there. We're going to get three stories over the course of this week that are interrelated. And the first one is now. It is today's. And it is simply two verses, three verses, I'm sorry, from the 11th chapter. Let's listen to them. On the following day, when they came from Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see whether perhaps he would find anything at all. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So this passage is a little weird. One, uh, I do like the humanity of it, that Jesus is hungry and gets frustrated and seems to have cursed the tree. But also, of course, this is symbolic. In the next story, tomorrow, Jesus will enter the temple, uh, and we will get the scene where he cleanses the temple. The fig tree is supposed to be symbolic. It points to the withered work that Jesus sees and the corruption that he sees in the temple cult that has developed in Jerusalem, and the ways in which the religious establishment has failed its mandate to do God's work and to lead God's people. So this fig tree, while amusing in a sense because Jesus is hungry and there's nothing in it, points to a deeper truth of his disappointment at the state of religion and faith that he found in Judea. And it's also a powerful reminder to us as the church that our work is never done and that we're being graded on this. Jesus deeply cares about the work we do as his followers. Let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we ask that you would bless us with grace and with peace, with comfort and with hope. Help us to feel your presence in our lives, to feel the movement of your spirit and respond to it. On this day, help us to greet all those whom we see and speak with, with love and kindness, And particularly over the week ahead, help us to love our neighbor and love all those whom we encounter. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, gang, that's your Stress of the Nines for this morning. You know the drill. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.